outside Outside the nine to five Make the cloud rise How the money just multiply On the outside Outside the nine to five Long as I strive Success finna multiply On the outside And we're off. <laughs> in person, first time in a while. I think since what, April, maybe? Uh, September 08. September 08. The last desk pop. You know? It's a big uh, big weekend, dude. We're going to steal the declaration of independence. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big, big weekend. No lie, that's got to be Nicolas Cage's best best series of movies. Oh, 100%. It are never you, gets are you big into historic movies like that? Like, the Da Vinci Code is another one. I love shit like that. Okay, but I was gonna say there's. I don't think any of that is historically based in truth, though. Oh, it's all true. Okay, you're saying <laughs> yeah. it's true. I just wanted to be clear. There's someone, there is a map. Someone just said, "Wow, Kevin and Colton think that National Treasure is based on true events." It's based on a true story, and that's the level of education on this podcast. I'd love to see it. Love but see uh, it. yeah, yeah, like. Reese is here. I do like historical movies. Um, I can't think of other ones I like off the top of my head, but yeah. Well, like uh, The Patriot. Braveheart. Is that another good? Braveheart, yeah. That was great. It's all, a lot of Mel Gibson. A lot I'm of a Gi- Mel Gibson guy. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was a Mel Gibson guy, too. I think a lot of people were before he made those very wildly anti-Semitic comments. Yeah, see, I don't I don't pay enough attention. Yeah, he said something along the lines of, like, he doesn't believe in the Holocaust, which is, which is, it's a rough, it's a rough road to that's, go down. That's a rough, yeah, it is rough. I'm not really sure what to say about that. Yeah. We believe yeah. in the Holocaust. A great, I mean, great actor, but I think if the most recent publicized trial proved anything it's that actors are absolutely fucking nuts that is weird that was a weird weird. i don't know how i think that kind of person who's a good actor is just that kind of that same person who's also somewhat of a psychopath yeah not not to say that there aren't some normal actors out there but but you can like your ability to just change who you are and just create that person in your head's pretty Yeah, I mean crazy. if you're really good at your job, yeah. you're really good at faking who you are. Who you are. Yeah. So Which is why why we're real off tangent here, but let's just keep going. That's, that's why what, that's why you never trust an actor. That's why you never <laughs> trust an actor. And uh, but that's why crazy stuff happens with like people when they become the Joker, right? Heath Ledger went absolutely insane. Obviously he was on a lot of drugs, but like you really morph into that character and you have to be careful. Jim Carrey, shout out to Alex. This is why we like having the audience. Yeah. The audience is we actually love, we love loud. Love the feedback. Love yeah. the feedback. The audience is loud. Yeah. Well, I think Heath Ledger was addicted uh, to drugs. Yeah. Prior to becoming the Joker, but, for sure. But yeah, I don't. I don't think getting into that that like method acting is nuts. So, hey. Huge. You know? I mean, we're just let's just keep playing. Do, Don't you feel like, like you're a different person though in certain areas of your life? Like I feel like I show up almost in my character at work. I try and keep it as authentic as possible, but like I have to bring a certain demeanor. Like and how I show up at work is a little bit different than me showing up here for dinner. Oh yeah, you know. So we do I a little mean, bit of that. The just the word. I I think the biggest difference is probably just the words that you use, right? Well, absolutely. And the way you speak. Yes. I mean. The way we speak on a podcast is not the way I'm going to speak to to a the client, client yeah. uh, who's worried about you know current economic environment, inflation, Federal Reserve, all that good stuff. Yeah. Where yeah. do you see inflation going? <laughs> oh <my God>. Stop. <laughs> 
Stop. Stop. Okay. What are we talking yeah. about today? That's a good start. Yeah, really hot out of the gates. Hot out of the gates. Uh, so today's topic, this is going to end up being kind of a rant from me, it seems like. So, All right, go ahead. Let's do it. The, what I wanted to talk about on the podcast was the importance of having honest voices around you and also being receptive to what those honest voices have to say. Mm. And I, I guess to add on to that, it's also honest voices that you trust, right? So, for example, if you have some person you don't really respect and you know they tell you you're doing the wrong thing, of course you're not going to listen to that. Don't listen to that right. person. But if it's someone who's in your close circle, it's extremely important that those people are honest and you listen to whatever they're saying. I hear you on that. And so I feel like for me – and here we are talking about it again. I've struggled to find my groove since the Iron Man actually ended. Okay. And so, which of course is hilarious since I have so much more space in time in my life. Yeah. I don't have a f- six-hour commitment every Saturday. Yeah. Which, which is, it, and it's crazy to think since not having that, I have found it really hard to find another groove to get into. And it's not that I'm I'm like an emotional wreck or anything, or that he's crying, I'm guys. Self-destructing, and that I'm I'm crying a lot. We like that. We like that. We like that <laughs> show of emotions. I'm not just just to clear up the rumors. I'm not crying right now. Uh, and I'm not self-sabotaging or anything like that. It's 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 really hard to describe, but it's almost as if nothing really excites me a lot than focus on right now. Okay. Per se. And that's no fault of what I'm doing or the people that I'm doing with or, or whatever. It's just I don't feel that excited about a ton of stuff. And it's almost as if if you looked at my motivation discipline or whatever, I was trying to think of a good like analogy. Yeah. And I was eager to laugh. I was thinking of like a slinky. Right, a slinky, a slinky. Okay, yeah. So yeah. like when you throw a slinky downstairs, like if you threw it aggressively, you skip a it couple pro- stra- yeah, steps. It propels. You see it like completely rebound and keep going yeah. and, and keep going. I, it's almost like the spring has been taken out of my slinky <laughs> for a sec. <laughs> Is that's that's like the best way I can ha- the t- tangibly mm. say how that how it feels right now. And so that's the way I've been feeling. And so of course Alex knows I've been feeling like this and. And to <laughs> no no keep going to I go like back to what's been going on in my life. It's nothing bad has been happening. Actually, a lot of great things have been happening too. So, Arguably, yeah, some, some of the amazing, some of the best things. Yeah. And it's not that those things aren't ex- uh, like aren't amazing and great, but I've just felt like this lack of uh, just spring okay pop in my step. And so I, I sat down and we were Alex and I were talking and. I don't even think the purpose of the conversation was to kind of try to figure this out, but yeah. I was more or less, I guess you could say, feeling sorry for myself. I've just had a harder time working, waking up. My discipline's been shit. I don't, I don't even really want to work out. Yeah, I've still been doing stuff, but it's like I'm not excited about it. And Alex responded with some suggestions, okay, like some possible solutions, okay. I responded with a bunch of excuses. Really? Yeah. What were some I, of the suggestions? She said something like, for example, she was like, oh, we have everything we need to do, like everything we would need to work out in our garage. We, we actually have a ton of workout equipment. You do. And she was like, so you have everything here to work out. 
and I was like, well, it's harder for me to work out in the garage because I'm larger. Yeah. She was like, well, go out. You did this for a couple months during the pandemic. Just take the stuff outside. And so it got to the point where she eventually said, hey, stop making excuses for everything. Wow. Which was taken back by. Yeah. Considering the state of mind I was in, I was – at first, of course, when you have somebody call you out like that, your initial reaction is like emotional, yeah. right? And so I took a second and I was like, wow, I am, I am making excuses for everything. And I said that out loud and she goes, yeah, if I would want someone to call me out on my shit if I was doing that. That's impressive as hell. What that actually – helped me do and why it's so important to have somebody who's honest with you in your life is it actually made me think about okay well it's not that these things are different there's something else what why am i making excuses for everything like what what's really going on and i kind of sat there and we talked about it and i had a little bit more clarity around okay well i am making excuses right now so why am I doing that? And I examined kind of everything that's been going on. And it's really simple. First, it wasn't, it wasn't really the Iron Man that I – like the loss of the Iron Man that I had been doing. I don't like think lose, you ever want dealing to do with. Iron. Yeah, I don't think I would want to do an Iron Man again. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it, it was a couple things. But I also – I had a major loss that I was trying to ignore, which was actually you moving to Texas. Whoa. Oh, you – He's serious with that shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I'm... Alex and I talked about it, and in my mind, we, we were essentially a team pursuing a common goal for what, you, two years. Yeah, a year and a half, two years. A year and a half, two years, which was, I mean, awesome. But I took, I definitely took for granted your positive mindset and your attitude wow. and the attitude that you carry yourself with on a daily basis. That, and Alex, Alex said the same same thing, and we were like, wow, but just like really. A little oh, bit, a little thank bit. You, I'm yes. not going to cry here because I've processed my emotions. But you would essentially become a brother to me, and uh, it seems like a brother to Alex per se. Uh, I it, say that, by the way, Alex. Yeah, no, Cole, you're like my brother. That's what I say. And it's like hard to describe the impact that you had on us during that time period. What I tried to do over the past few months is like completely ignore that. Huh? There's just been this gap there that's so obvious. It's hilarious. That I just haven't more or less said, okay, it's there. Colton's not going to move back. Like, the solution isn't you moving back here because that's not happening. The solution is, okay, well, clearly that's like that's a gap. Yeah. I need to get back into the groove of doing what I need to do on a daily basis because I, at certain points, like I leaned so hard on you. I appreciate that. For, I mean, it, it became so much so that like, now that you're not here, I'm, I'm having, I don't have that to lean on to get me to, to do, you know, a six hour bike or do the extra thing, go the extra mile, like, because it's it's just not in front of my face the whole time. So that's a long way of saying, and I've been talking for fucking 10 minutes. No, keep this it going. Point. This is great. But I'm, I'm enjoying it. The other thing on top of the that was just the process of structuring my life around like a physical goal. Yeah. And so I was thinking over the past few months, like, let's just not have any goals. Let's, let's try to be just 
okay. Yeah. And just live. And I've realized that I'm not that fucking person. Okay. I cannot. I'm not that person. And I think you need to be honest with yourself and have honest people around you for to come to the conclusion of who kind of who you really are if that makes any sense because i'm never going to be okay with just living yeah like i need to be like be in the process of pursuing something and i think back to like my childhood there was two weeks in high school between the fall sport which was soccer and yeah the winter sport, which was swimming. Mm. And it was always the worst two weeks of my life because it wasn't, I didn't have a structure. I didn't have an outlet. I didn't have something there that was physically demanding and required a massive amount of energy and was almost scary Yeah, in a way. Like scary physically to try to accomplish. And so I, don't, I, I just don't know if I'm ever going to be able to live my life without something like that in, in it. You think it needs to be physical, though? I, I think part of it needs to be... I think you need physical routine. I think, it's, it, I think you need physical routine. I don't I know think if you it, need a physical goal, though. I don't know. I feel like it needs to be physical. Maybe. Here's what I'm a- asking, and I'm yeah. curious on this, because I, I, you seem way more introspective than I've heard you in the last, like, three months. Because you had so much going on post-Iron Man that it's interesting to hear you say that, right? Like, you had the CFP after we finished the Iron Man, then you got engaged. It's like, you've had a lot of shit going on. And now it's a little slower, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, like, I have trouble. And we thought, I th- I think that's why I came up with the topic of Parkinson's Law of, you know, if you give yourself a set time to do something, you're going to use all that set time. Yeah. So you give yourself a year to do something. You're gonna take a year if you give that your that same task a month to do it. You'll you'll yeah. take a month. I definitely think you're right in that. Their things have just been slower. Yeah. But I also think there's something to like a physical pursuit that's bring that brings something different into your life, both from a competitive standpoint. Yeah. And from a team standpoint. Mm-hmm. Because if you're working. It's one thing to work towards a, a goal at, at work, and that's great, but it's another thing to like have like sweat and struggle and f- be in physical pain yeah. with another person on, on like a daily basis. And 100%. I think I think that maybe those two aspects are what is maybe missing. But I mean this is the thing. I I don't all I all I realize from that conversation is I need to have something that's a little like a scary physical something that's that I can pursue that's scary. I think you're more scared about how slow it is right now. That's my personal belief. Do you? Yeah, I do. I don't think you need to dude like I mean you can obviously like I'm not telling you you can't do some physical goal, but I don't think that's a strong bro. I think we were so high octane you for three and a half three years, like me for a year and a half. Bro, it's fucking weird. That's what what did I just tell you? I've been working out three hours a day at the CrossFit gym. I work out an hour, I feel like a fucking fat piece of shit so like i feel like we have operated for a long time at like super high octane which gave us some really high highs but also some low lows um i don't know if anything's wrong i honestly think you might be if you want me to tell you something's wrong i could tell you that but i i don't really feel that to be honest that's my gut it's everything you just said not that i don't appreciate everything you said but i think we're really bad at 
you know, I don't. How many RPMs does it? What's the most RPMs a car goes to? Uh, I have no idea. Well, you know how it's like zero, zero to you know ten. You know there, there's a dial sure. on there's there. Dial. <laughs> I would say for a year and a half, bro. I mean, we were doing seventy-five hard. We were doing like not that that stuff isn't good, but it's like it didn't allow a lot of time for us to be reflective and be like, huh, what do we really want to do? You know, what could we see ourselves doing for six months a year? Like, what actually makes me happy? I feel like you're slowing down a little bit. And I think all the shit you're talking about is actually good and important. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if wrong. I guess maybe wrong isn't the right way to put it. But I think there's a piece missing. I guess and maybe maybe right. Maybe the piece is just – there doesn't need to be a piece and it's just a slower time like you per could- se in life. Season. A season is the word I've been loving. Uh, well, I fucking hate this season of life. I'm gonna be honest. It's not. It's. It's. It's weird how, for the past, I don't know how many years, I've. Yeah, there's been my days where I lack discipline. You know, I have. You know, I don't wake up on time. Everybody, everybody has those days, minus a certain select number of people out there. Yeah, everyone Cameron does. or Jocko Willink or whatever. Yeah. But I have been feeling those days more so than not, I guess, which is what makes me say internally that, okay, maybe why is that happening? And the one piece is, I mean, the, the thing I just said, the one piece is definitely a factor of we had such a close friendship and our lives were so closely like it, our lives were so intertwined yeah. i mean i saw you every day i spent a lot of time a lot of time maybe with more you. than with maybe alex more than with alex. Yeah, yeah yeah maybe sorry alex maybe <laughs> and having that all go away at once was is has been very very strange to me and a little bit and a little bit is something that me and my mom talk about is like you're almost reestablishing another identity in a different season. It's fucking weird because your identity, my identity was training with you for a year and a half and it's weird as hell to then like go and change and reestablish that. It's weird. It's like a yeah, new version of yourself. Uh, yeah, I mean maybe uh, – yeah, maybe you're onto something there. It feels uncertain, which it is. I don't know because it, you're right. There, I mean this isn't the first time this type of thing has happened in my life by no. any stretch of the imagination. I, I just talked about the two weeks – that were between soccer and swimming, but there were also plenty of times throughout that period where I had, you know, an identity crisis or, you know, I, I didn't want to, I wanted to quit something or I just wanted to go do something else. And I was going through this weird time yeah. in life and, and eventually you figure it out and that subsides, but I guess it's persisted for long enough for me to be like, okay, there's got to be something missing here. And so, I mean, maybe, maybe I just I don't, need to let the chips fall wherever right. they're going to fall. But hopefully you fall forward, though. Like, hopefully you're doing something and trying to identify something that can replace – and hopefully, I mean, like, replace it in a way that, like, makes you feel like you're on track. But I don't think you're going to get there by, like, faulting yourself for how you're feeling. Like, I don't think you'll get there. Like you're you're not fucked up. Like there's there's gonna be lulls like that in life, bro. Like, and I I mean I I think I had that lull sooner than you because right after October I had those fucking two, two months where I was like I remember calling my mom. I was like, dude, I feel horrible about my life right now. And she was like, dude, relax. You just had some of the highest highs of your life. Like you moved to a new city, did an Ironman. Like you just did an Ironman. 
got you know working at a very incredible job got engaged like a lot of good shit's going on where it's like you just might need to tweak your perspective i don't i i i don't think you i don't think you're missing something i I mean continue to be introspective but i I don't think you're no i don't i don't think you need a physical goal but you can make one yeah yeah (laughs) you don't think i should run 100 miles or something no no i don't i don't no i yeah, I guess I guess that's the one thing that's not in my life right now that's been such a consistent aspect that the first the immediate solution that I think of is that because it's easy. It's easy. Tomorrow you could start yeah. training for something. Well, yeah, I mean that's one aspect is it's just an e- it's controllable. It's super controllable, right? Because yeah, you, know, you pick something, you identify the plan, and then you go and execute it, and. You start. I guess you start to see results immediately. Immediately, yeah. And you feel good immediately. Dopamine. Oh, you're on the right. And I, I, I definitely think there's good. I think it's good to have a physical. Do you think role. that's a bad thing though? Uh, wh- what do I think is a bad thing? How you're feeling right now? Do you think it's a bad thing to always feel like you need to have that piece in your life? The physical goal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because that was an easy escape for me. Right, like I did the marathon, and then I did seventy five hard, and then I did like got down to super low body fat, and then I did the Ironman. It's like all this time there was other things that I might have needing to be focusing on that would have been harder to do, i.e., binge eating. Right, like I'm slowing down to really focus on something that's like a demon of mine, and all that physical shit distracted me. Not, and I, I think there's good components to it, but I think for me personally, and this is just me. I feel like I have exhausted the physical pursuit for this season of my life. Like I'm doing a Spartan race as an example, but that's not. Well, I mean, that's, that's like that's a joke, right? <laughs> oh, well, dude, for I'm all the kidding. people that are doing the Spartan kidding. race, <laughs> you gotta get some pounds in. No, but like, go do something real. But that's like joking. That's like a small that's, thing. It's a, it's a small thing, and that fills my bucket of fitness. That's what I'll tell you. Or like yeah. a a one day CrossFit competition that I basically just show up to and do. That fills my bucket of physical pursuit because right now I have an incredible amount going on at work. And like I think the mental side of me really needs more work and the financial side needs more work. And that's all candidly way harder than the physical. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe I'm running from something. I don't know. I You got to slow down though because you're doing all these things. and it's, Or not slow down. Slow down, I think that's a negative connotation. Well, this is, this is the problem when, when I pump doing. the brakes, there's just the car starts to fall apart. That's what I'm – that's what I'm struggling with, you yeah. know? It's when I slow down. Do you have a therapist? You don't, do you? No, I don't. Yeah. I mean. Oh, there you go. Okay. Well, no, no, no. no. But here's why I'm telling you, because I think the important thing for Alex and you know, are you. This guy's going to tell me I need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Here's what I've realized, because um, you said you need honest people in your life, but even the people that you're closest with, me, Alex, whoever else you want to add in that circle, Jeremy, um, they still have a bias that like we obviously love you so the advice we're going to give you like it certainly will be in your best interest but there's something very unbiased about your therapist and reflecting the exact comments that you give to them it's very fucking weird and i again i've only done it for call it four and a half months but it's very refreshing where it's not coming from any of your closest friends which is important but yeah. like it's someone who literally has zero bias in your life other than reflecting the words that you don't give them it's it's a good point. I mean, it's a completely unbiased That's, person, third party, who can who do, who doesn't know anything about you and how you need to run and pursue hard goals. It's like they, it's completely unbiased. They don't know you at all. Yeah, I guess maybe. 
how much harder would that be than pursuing a physical goal? Right? Like how much harder I mean, would yeah, I don't want to do that. That's, that's the first thing that's the first thing that comes to my mind. I'm gonna be honest. yeah. I mean I don't wanna do that. Literally. The one of the things I fear, and this isn't an excuse, this is just an observation. One of the things I fear about the one of the things I fear about going to a therapist is that the weird qualities that I have, this undying need to continue to move forward. Yeah. Is one of my strengths. And that if I go and do this, that it's going to go away. It's going to go away. Hmm. I, I hear you. I hear you on that. And I I don't know. That just is so kind of how I feel about it. Hmm. And that might be true. Candidly, that's what I would say. Because then, then you start looking at everything. And for me, this is just the slope I go down. Yeah. Is then I start looking at everything as like, okay, this is... I'm doing this because of X. I shouldn't do this because I'm trying to fill this void. Repeat that. Sorry. For example, I am. What did What did you say about people who have dad issues? She uh, Alex said this, and she was like, "I was like, who oh okay." Have dad issues, like unresolved dad issues, will spend their entire lives trying to overachieve and do everything possible and people with mommy issues tend to be people who try and do everything for everyone else yeah okay that makes sense and you're worried that that strength is gonna like yeah but maybe it could be refined bro like you know i agree i hear you like um but maybe it could be refined into something else yeah and you don't have and this is one of the other things i'm learning it's like (laughs) You don't have any idea how a small change, and I'll give you a small change as an example. Wow, in a second here, but how a small change, like going to therapy as an example, will uh, impact you in other areas of your life and start making other areas feel better or more successful. Like going to therapy, maybe make you feel better at work or better about your physical routine. Like that's how I've started to feel about not binge eating, as an example for me. Yes, me being black and white on everything I do is a huge character trait being all in um but i've had to dial that back to adjust like the whole binge eating thing i have so it's like for me i found that and let me know if this isn't clear but harnessing some of that strength into other areas is actually helping me it's not making me worse yeah i could see how in that it's funny like you say that that makes sense and i think about my own my initial reaction is it's not going to work. It's not going to work. But that's super close-minded of me to say something like that. And to, I mean, essentially, I'm doing the same thing that I just told you that I did with Alex about yeah. the working out thing. It's, I think physical, yeah, you're right. You're right. Is physical, physical is easy. <laughs> doing something like that is... I have so many... There's so many layers of probably protection yeah. that I've, I put up to say, well, that's... I'm not going to do that. Like, there's a massive amount of things that I want to say right now, but they're all excuses. For sure. No doubt. And maybe it's not right today, but eventually, bro, I mean, I think that's an area of your life that when you're 35 and feeling this way, like, or 40 and feeling this way, you might not necessarily be able to, like, escape through a physical pursuit. just might be you, your thoughts, your kids, your family, and it's like, fuck. Yeah, I mean, the hardest thing, I guess, about therapy is to... Is to do it? Sure. I don't even know if it's. To, I mean, one, it's starting, of course, like any, like anything. It's just taking the first step. But also to do that, I essentially have to admit that. I mean, the biggest thing that I 
effect that affected me during my my life is my relationship with my dad for sure. You're right, no doubt. Right, and a lot of the stuff that I I guess maybe struggle with now is a f- result of all of that stuff. And to do that would admit that he still affects my life, which I don't want to admit. Well, you can admit, yeah, it's just, it's <laughs> real. I mean, it's the truth. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's the truth. It's the so truth. you either admit the truth or just continue to lie to yourself? Yeah. I guess those are pretty, that's pretty good. Out. No. I mean, those, that's a pretty black and white answer. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and dude, it's like, I would tell you if you're in physically bad shape, I'm sure Alex would. So like, that's why I just don't think that you're in bad shape. Like you're doing jujitsu and getting your elbow popped out. Like you're still doing, and you're waking up at four 30 to do it. So like, I know that you, well, that's like the first time I've done that. That's what I'm saying. You failing in whatever your version of failing is in fitness, like is still, you're still showing up to some aspect of it. You don't like, I feel like that's a dial that, is really going to be hard for you to ever turn off. But you guys are changing. You guys are changing what you're doing financially. And that impacts what you do at the gym. Like that's one small adjustment over here is like a small tweak over here. Yeah, it feels like monumental. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Which is so weird. It's a season. That's what I keep trying to (laughs) remind me. It's a season. Season number two of the podcast. You should listen. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, the... Yeah, whatever you what you said earlier, whenever you're changing something in your life that's going to lead to some kind of identity shift, something you have done for however long, you know, a couple of years, and you're deviating away from that, it's going to feel so weird. Right, and you're going to start showing up differently in all different all other areas of your life too. Like our changes aren't isolated to just where we have those areas. I mean, it's a whole kitten life. caboodle. Kitten, kitten <laughs> caboodle. Peaches and cream. But I do really want to say I appreciate the statement you made about like the good energy I had while being around here. I, that just meant a lot to me. But um, I, I, I hate to say it. I don't think. Sorry, mom. I don't think I'm moving back up here anytime soon. If you want to come down oh. south, oh, we would yeah, love you too. <laughs> Alex said that the other day and was like, "Yeah, you could you could go the extra mile." No, 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 no. You sure? Yeah. Are you positive? A thousand percent. We have two open rooms upstairs, and we're dying for a room. <laughs> Are you? You're no, absolutely not. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, I mean. I love that you've been topic. introspective, though. That's just what I want to say. I, again, I don't think I've heard. Not that you haven't been, because I obviously am not No, here. I definitely have been lacking that aspect of yeah. trying to look inside. Well, that's where you guys are different, I think. And it could just be, dude, it literally could be as simple as journaling. Like, that could be a crazy concept. But, I mean, I think therapy is easier because it's just like a coach at the gym for me. It's like I'll have shitty days, but I'm going to get on there and say some stupid shit, and I'm going to feel different coming out of it all the time. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's what I got to do. I mean, well, I I say the first step is not feeling like you're wrong for uh, whatever you feel like you're wrong for. Again, I don't know exactly what it was because it was a little bit ranty, but... I liked it. I'm just saying I don't think that's the the answer is you dialing up the discipline. I just – I've never found that to be the, <laughs> the solution. The solution for, for me. Oh, man. And we're pretty similar. It just seems like a great solution. Because Why does it always seem like such a I, great solution? I, just do 75 hard then, bro. <laughs> like just do 75 hard, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Because yeah. I know discipline's not an area that is hampering your success. 100%. I'm confident saying that. Yeah. It's not a weakness. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm in this micro moment where I'm 
lacking a little bit more discipline than I usually have, but it's still. But that's also because you I mean, weren't, you're not studying for a CFP. You're not training for an Ironman, having four people live in your same ne- house. The and necessity a puppy. of a massive amount of de- discipline is not, is not in high demand right now because my life is not that it's not busy, but it's way less busy. And re- it's also just different. And remember this, and I've started to reflect on this a little bit. Like, where did? Not that this isn't cool. Like, doing hard work's cool, but. You know what's also really cool? Like having a kick-ass day and being like, damn, I kind of crushed it and it wasn't that hard. You know? Like it, where did we go off like being like, damn, I want to fucking go to bed wanting – like feeling like I just killed myself. <laughs> Some days it's cool. Some days it's cool where I like crush a call and I have a good se- fitness session and then I go to bed. I'm like, damn, that was a pretty solid day and I didn't feel like it was that hard. Like is that like a – I don't know. I'm starting to question the idea of just like – Discipline's cool, but you know, so is going through life being like, wow, we kind of crushed today, and I didn't feel like I was gonna murder myself because of how hard it was. <laughs> I think for so long, Kev. Sorry, I keep interrupting. Just give her the well, mic. Yeah, I mean, you, you gotta you gotta take the mic because there's. Just, I'm gonna have to edit all like all this. So dinner. long, you've been going like firing all cylinders. And now, like, your body is just used to doing that, and, like, you're mentally and physically, and now that you're not, you, you just, like, a normal day, like, a day that Colton was just mentioning, you feel like that day was, like, a waste. That's a great way to put it. If I if I wake up, it, like, what you just described, like, I wake up, I do a workout, I go to work, you know, I have a couple good calls, and I come home, I'm like, I didn't do anything today. Which is fucking wild. It sounds wildly unhealthy now that I'm saying it out loud. And here's one of the th- <laughs> best things my therapist has ever said to me. What would well, you see, t- this is why you need honest people in what, your life. You know? What would you tell your friend? And every time what I tell my friend is fucking the opposite of what I tell myself, bro. bro the opposite. The other day and it was like, what if you went around telling, talking to people? The way, the you, way you talk to yourself. Facts. And it was like an example of some girl going around and like saying to people things like, you're going to eat that, you fat piece of shit. Oh my God. And like stuff like that. And it's so true. Like yep. if you're telling yourself every day that you, it was a waste of a day or like you're a piece of shit or you didn't accomplish anything, then that's what you're going to believe. And this is where I've started to come around on the career thing. And I don't know how long we are, but this is where a lot of that mindset has come for me. It's, we did an Ironman and killed ourselves to do it. And I look back and never want to do that shit again. It's like, bro, I got a 10-year career ahead of me that I got to, you know, stay stay fired up for for 10 years. So, like, for, for me, it's making sure I have the endurance aspect down to showing up to some of the things I do in life. So, I mean, my initial – isn't it weird? I'm, I'm like, you're, are you sure about that? No, I'm not sure about any of the things I just said for the yeah. last hour, bro. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this thing called life is wild. Why is it so hard to figure out? I think it's important that we just ask questions. I like that we do this. Makes me happy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's benefited more. I don't know who it's benefited more, you or me. We're all of our faithful listeners. Shout out to the outside, the nine to fivers. Outsi- outsiders out there. <laughs> oh man. Well, I think. I mean, we're on, we're at forty. 
Good. Here. Good, good, good. We gave the people what they came for. Gold. <laughs> nah. What episode is this? Ninety-eight. I think so. I think yeah, yeah. Well, dude, I am going to uh, two more episodes to a hundred. I'm not sure we'll have a guest, but we'll have who who's, you want? The, who's the guy down at the shore? Steve. Steve. <laughs> Steve Bell. Sorry. Nah, nah, we're not gonna have Steve. But you're off on vacation. Right? Yeah, off to Bama. Next All right, week. so next week we'll have a pause week, and then we'll be back on after that. True that. All right. Peace.